Our first guest, that is Steve Jacobson, head coach of the Fargo-Shanley Deacons. Uh, the Deacons won their first two games the State Girls Basketball Tournament. They were scheduled to play Devils Lake for the championship game, and then all of a sudden, midway through that Devils Lake-Davies semifinal, we kind of heard the news that everything was going to get suspended. So, Steve, first and foremost, thanks for making the time, and I guess I'll just start the conversation off with you here, Steve. Uh, when you heard everything was going to be suspended, after already going into a locker room in which I'm sure there was a lot of excitement for going to the state championship, then literally two or three hours later, uh, were you able to talk to your team uh, another time and say, hey, we're putting everything on hold, and once I know something, you'll know something, Steve? Well, it started out when I heard my heart drop for those young ladies, for everybody that were, were in the tournament. Um, you know, they worked so hard to get there, and then to have it all end in a, in a matter of minutes but you know we had an opportunity to have some closure um you know i talked to him when we heard the announcement then we had a little little breakfast just to talk to him and say hey it's a postponement it's not it's not completely over with but uh i think right now we're all thinking you know let's just let it go and uh name both teams as co-champs and, and just have a good year the the one the one thing is obviously once you get to this time of the year I know like you said you know you just kind of have to I'm sure every day that goes by it makes it a little bit hopefully easier but at the same point too as a competitor and yeah you're one win away you know you're two halves away you're you're 36 minutes of basketball away from potentially uh, you know cutting down the nets and that's everyone's goal and I remember talking to you earlier this year Steve saying hey this senior class and specifically you know Hadley Huber and Riley Payne. They remember what it was like playing a championship game against Bismarck Legacy. They kind of got that taste when they were young. So for them and, and the rest of the senior class, Steve, just as we've been hearing the stories all week long, and I know Scott Van Pelt's done senior night, uh, it's great that they at least got to play their season and got to play every game but one, but it really stings when that one is a championship. And it does. Um, you know, I, I lose four wonderful seniors off of this team that will never have an opportunity again to – to have that opportunity to win a state championship in basketball. But, you know, they understand. They understand what's going on. It's the real-life situation. And, and, you know, we're looking out for each other. Even though we can't get together, you know, there's still communication to make sure everyone's fine. Right now, Steve, I guess in the short term, from what's been happening this week because of no school and everything else, have you been able to talk to your team together and I guess just – uh, you know, being co-champs, I guess, kind of puts a smile on your face, but I'm sure at the same point, too, you're like, really? With Devil's Lake? Like, that's kind of our rival, too, at the same point, Steve. Yeah, they are a rival, you know, and they, they've beaten us the last two or three games. I can't remember what it is, but, you know, the thing I look at it now, even if they played it, both teams have lost their momentum going into a championship game that they, they gained in that first two games. So in my eyes, it's not fair to put these girls against each other, um, because you know a lot of you know a lot of people don't realize, but these young ladies are friends all over the state, and mm-hmm. and they talk every day, and now there's finally closure with everybody, and I think that's a good thing. This is going to be the year where I know Jack has said it, and a lot of us have said it. This is the the asterisk year of the coronavirus year. Everyone's going to remember. 
you know, you're going to have stories later in life to say, hey, you know what, we were able to play a game at the Fargo Dome and win a game, for example, if you're Fargo Shanley, Devil's Lake, and then we were able to play a game inside the Shield Center, albeit the times got moved from Thursday to Friday and Shanley had to tip at 11 a.m. Devil's Lake, you know, tipped at 2 o'clock. They closed the building down. They opened up the doors a half hour later. So as much as, yes, you want to win a state championship and do all that stuff, you're still going to have these memories that, to be quite honest, Steve, even as yourself as a coach, I mean, this is a hopefully knock on wood a once in a lifetime situation that we're talking about here with, with the coronavirus. But at the end of the day, five, ten years down the road, if you able, you kind of have that silver outlining on it. Hey, there's going to be more stories about this year than maybe even winning the championship, just because how for your team and not just your team, but anybody that played in the Fargo Dome one day, the Shield Center the next day, they were supposed to play at you know one. We got moved up to 11 a.m. There was a lot of jostling going on those 24 hours, Steve. Oh, I agree with you 100%. You know, it's going to be hard to say that you don't remember this year with the coronavirus going on, but uh, you know, um, I just want to say they had the opportunity to. To, to have a chance to play for a state championship and that, you know, that's what's important right now is they worked that hard and they deserved to be where they are at at the end of the year. We're talking with Steve Jacobson, Fargo Shanley girls basketball head coach with us here. And Steve, uh, just a moment of your time on this year's team. What are you going to take away from the uh, the traits, the characteristics, uh, just in terms of the stuff that kind of maybe is behind closed doors that the fans or the parents or the media uh, doesn't see a, a little bit? What are you going to take away from from this team with the four seniors, as you mentioned, with Hadley Huber, Riley Payne, Hope Wilson, and, and Olivia Manuel? Uh, what are you going to take away from this year's squad, Steve? You know, their leadership was huge for this team, and it went all the way down, I believe, into our eighth-grade class. And, uh, you know, the challenge is out there now. After these four seniors leave, we we have an opportunity to do it again next year. We decide that we want to work at it. Um, You know, but this is is a special team. I've been doing this for a long time, and uh, this team – really got to my heart and you know I want to thank each and every one of them because there's no way to replace that you know we had our last we we had our downtime but uh, overall it was probably the best year of coaching I've had and you you look at your team Steve and I know you're going to have some girls that obviously all all EDC but then you also have one that's a a Miss Basketball finalist in in Riley Payne she's one of seven girls and we'll find out more on Friday can you just kind of give us a little insight in, into coaching a, a girl that's going to have an opportunity to to be a Miss Basketball finalist and potentially uh, win the award on Friday what's she like as from a coaching standpoint to to coach on a day in and day out basis but also what she like as a teammate Steve you know as a coaching standpoint she's every coach's dream um you know she's a 2,000 plus scorer 1,000 plus rebounder and you know led almost every category as far as stats and that and you know for someone like that that's taken by I mean that's tough um she's well deserving of Miss Basketball you know I, I don't know what the votes are like but uh I think you got to look at her as one of the, one of the better players to go through the state here in the last ten years. Um, you know, coaches are happy to see her gone. <laughs> I know that. 
and that's and that, I'm not, but and, they are. Yeah, and that's one of the things. If you know that you're coaching someone where the coaches go, she's finally graduating, thank goodness. You know you probably had a good one, regardless of if she's an all-region or an all-miss basketball, right? Oh, absolutely. And, and you know, I'm guessing she'll be, uh, a, you know, in my eyes, she's a first-team all-skater. And then, you know, I got Hadley Huber that scored 1,000 points. So, you know, I have two girls, two young ladies that accomplished a major feat their senior year, and I couldn't be happier for them. And and you have the family uh, dynamics too. Anyone that's been following Shanley basketball here for the last couple seasons, I know one of your assistant coaches, and uh, Dustin Payne is Riley's uh, a dad. So how much did you have the family friction in practice, or was it okay when it was two hours on the court, it was you know assistant coach and, and player, and then once everything got done, it was back to father and daughter? Or was was there not even that? Was it just always father and daughter, and they just knew when to put one hat on and then put the other hat on, so to speak? You know, they they did it very well. Um, when it was time to be on the court, it was coach and and player. Um, you know, you can still you're still going to have that father daughter, you know, looking at each other. But uh, right after it was done, or after a game, they went back to their normal father daughter routine, talked about stuff, and you know, very professional, both of them. You know, and it's tough. I had to do that with my daughter. It's hard to uh, be a coach and not be a little tougher on your daughter or son of your head coach or assistant coach. And and the one thing that I want to talk to you about, uh, Steve, here we got, again, Steve Jacobson, Fargo Shanley Girls Basketball Head Coaches. It, it is because I know talking with you and Tim, there's that family relationship, and then when you see other girls on the court, they might be playing with their sister or maybe their brothers on one team, and there's just so much family stuff in any sport. How much of it have you kind of had that in just the Jacobson household? Because I know a lot of people are going to hear Jacobson and they're going to think of uh, Fargo Shanley from a couple decades ago on the boys' side. A lot of people might hear about uh, Sarah Jacobson and think, oh, there's there's a last name. Are they related? Aren't they related? But how, how much in, in your time, Steve, just being around the game basketball, is, is it really a family affair? Well, it's a huge family affair, and it goes back longer than probably 20 years ago. Um, with every, you know, my dad coaching, Tim coaching, Doug coached, um, all my, all my cousins, and uh, you know, it, it's a long time. I remember the days when we used to go into a gym and just play against each other. <laughs> um, but you know, it's like Tim and I have talked about the last couple of years. We're always going to be family, you know, and uh, whether we win or lose the game against each other, you know, we're we're common enemies at that point, but as soon as the game's over with, we're back to family, and, and you know, that's what it's all about. And I tell you what, the best pregame is when Steve and Tim are sitting next to each other and you're talking to them. That, that, that is the best pregame sound in the state, Steve. I'll just tell you that much, okay? <laughs> you know, that was, a, that was a fun evening when you had us both sitting up there. Um, <laughs> and hopefully the rest of them got a kick out of it when you, when you played it. But, yeah, it was fun, you know, and it was nice to be able to joke with each other. But when it's game time, you know that we're both going to be serious, and that's just the way it's going to be. And that's what I like because I was walking in after your game concluded with Mandan, and I I actually was walking in with Tim, and Tim saw some of your players, and the first thing he told. Uh, again, a rival and a place where he used to coach at, and sometimes you kind of have bitter resentment or you have some stuff and you you know, you know, just don't draw that fine line. But Tim, first thing he said was, hey, congratulations, girls. You know, Best of luck tomorrow. And I know some of your players, uh, Steve said right back to Tim, hey, 
thank you very much. You know, best of luck to you guys, and hopefully we see you. Just because they understood what it meant, even though, yes, you're going to play Devils Lake or Fargo Davies, two teams that, you know, you would love to beat in a championship game, but also understood that during that time and during that moment, to say best of luck or, or congratulations and kind of have that camaraderie, Steve, that that's what it's all about, really, isn't it, at the end of the day? Absolutely. You know, what a lot of people don't realize is that Tim was the one that brought Hadley and Riley up their eighth grade year, so they got an opportunity to coach or be coached by Tim for one year. So, you know, there, there's, a, there's a likeness between all of us, I think is the right word to say. And there's never been any anybody saying, well, this and that. It's just been a good atmosphere. Hey, hey, Steve, thank you very much for your time. I guess the last thing for you, and, and it's kind of been the number one topic anytime you go on any channel outside of maybe ESPN or Fox Sports 1 or 740, the fan here for radio, because thank goodness for the National Football League. Otherwise, I'm not really sure uh, what we'll be talking about 24-7. But uh, from, from your own side of things, Steve, just uh, I guess how's the last couple days been without – Knowing, you know, yes, you the season would have concluded on Saturday, but it's still concluded in a different way, I guess. How how are you best coping with the quarantine or, you know, social distancing, we should say, right now? You know, right now it's tough, but, you know, we got to follow their direction, and, and I'm in one of them categories with diabetes that i got to be extra careful. So I'm taking care of myself, but still trying to keep contact with my assistant coaches and some of the players through, uh, through the media, as, as you call it. So. Mm-hmm. You know, we'll get through this, and it'll become even a better year next year. That That's always the plan. Steve, as always, uh, from this season and from prior years as well, uh, thank you very much for your time. Or anytime we shoot you an email or a text, you're always willing to, you know, talk a little bit or, or come on the shows. Thank you very much. Uh, congratulations, as, as you kind of said, on being co-champions. I'm still going to push to hope you guys play a game. I understand it's not going to have the same feel, but I want to see another game if there's a possibility with it. But thank you very much again, Steve. Uh, for all the time this season, and uh, wish you all the best. Uh, hope and hopefully by the time we get to November, December next year, we're we're talking hoops, we're talking rivalry, and we're we're seeing what where the lie uh, is going to be between the stand one more time for for girls basketball. Well, thank you, and I'd like to thank you for everything that you and Jack both do for for high school basketball around North Dakota. You guys are fantastic. And without you, too, a lot of this stuff would never happen. So thank you for all your hard work, and uh, keep it up. Thank you, Steve. Thank you very much. I look forward to having you and Tim on the sidelines again with the pregame and postgame interview, okay? We'll do it next year. (laughs) Perfect. That, again, is Steve Jacobson, Fargo Shanley girls basketball head coach with us here on 740 The Fan. Those are just some of the things, uh, again, that we're hearing. Uh, Again, as Steve kind of alluded to, talking about his four seniors, talking about how his squad was you know, one game away. And it's fine being called co-champions, I think, the longer it goes. But on Saturday night, you know you did not want to be called a co-champion. You knew that you wanted to have an opportunity to play one more game if possible. But we'll find out what's going to happen once we get a little bit farther down the road.